pushing the boundaries of expectations, rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. We share your hunger for a life without limits. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Belief Podcast for Manifesting Your Abundant Life. So glad to have you all back with us today. And if you'd like to be on the KB Podcast, the number is 720-626-8649. The number to call if you are not shy. The number to call if you are shy. 720-626-8649. We encourage you. It's the number for everyone. We are so kind and so understanding. (laughs) Hi, Maggie. Hi, Stin. How is your Friday? It's wonderful. The weekend is upon us. Oh, man. And we're in the Rocky Mountains. Our weekends are just (sighs) just a blend with the rest of the week now, isn't it? That's true. When you do what you love, what is a weekend? What does that even mean? You know, (laughs) I have to say, I am... I am impressed with your eagerness to get up in the mornings. Oh, man. You know, it's just happened organically, though. I, mean, I, I don't even used, set an alarm. You didn't used to be like that. Well, I didn't used to love what I was doing. Or maybe you were <laughs> like that. You just didn't allow yourself to <laughs> right. to to partake. No, I really, I really love what we're doing. I love re- getting up and reading the emails from everyone and, and reviewing social media to see what everyone's up to. And I just, I can't wait. I mean, I'm, I'm waking up at four thirty, five o'clock. I just, I can't. That's what I was going to say. But you're getting up asleep. at four thirty in the morning. I know. We need I, to have you checked out. I don't mean to. You want me to look at something? <laughs> yes. Check <laughs> me out, please. <laughs> yeah. I need a checkup. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that's. Isn't it interesting? First impressions, and now I mean, I just I notice that about you. That's a silly way to put it. I don't notice <laughs> that about you, but it's at the forefront of my thoughts. It how early you get up now, energized. I mean, I've always gotten up before you, but man, you've got the coffee ready. Oh yeah, you, you've I, been I've, I've up. been programming it. I've been programming the coffee maker. Yeah. Like, so it just comes on that automatically. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I have to say, I have the the KBs to thank for getting up early. Because really? It, it really is the interaction with everyone mm-hmm. and 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 seeing what's come in overnight that is, is energizing me to this point. I just, I love the interaction. I can't, I just can't get enough it's of it. It's kind of snowballing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, what is the first thing that you notice about a person? If you if you were to go down, let's say we go down to Main Street later this afternoon, yeah. and we go into Starbucks, and the the barista waiting on you. What's the what's the first thing you notice about a person? Um, let's see. If I'm not talking to them, it would be mm-hmm. their eyes. Really. Definitely their eyes. If they're if I'm just walking past them, their outfit. <laughs> okay. Just what they're wearing because okay. I I love just seeing all the different things people put together and um if but if i'm actually engaging with someone speaking to them it, it didn't used to be this way but but after you know the kinetic belief revolution um i noticed their energy i noticed the the vibe that they're giving off and 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 how it makes me feel and how i connect with it well i'm gonna put you on the spot now when okay. you notice someone's clothing are you thinking that's good or that's bad or they shouldn't wear that or I could never wear that. I'm usually or, <laughs> thinking that it's it's cute. I mean, because what I'm looking for, if it's if it's not notable, I don't really think anything about it. I'm sort of looking for inspiration because I love coming up mm-hmm. with new outfits. And there it is. I said it. Okay. <laughs> I love fashion. <laughs> I love dressing up. 
and even, your look i've got to say is so cool you are now the the jeans that you just bought oh it's, cha- it's life-changing it really is describe them well they're bell bottoms they're just high-waisted full-on <laughs> 70s bell bottoms and i have looked for these for literally years but no one was was making them i was on the brink of of making my own actually i'm, I'm like i'm just gonna cut it up and insert a panel because I love bell bottoms. But that's fashionable. That's actually the way that it was done back in the 70s. That's true. That's true. I think so, it's probably how they first started. Yeah. But those are those are very cool questions, and, and I like I like considering that. Um, but, yeah, I look to other people just for inspiration and not even to copy it, but just to be, um, just to enjoy but what you know, people you had are doing. A, there was a young girl, I think yesterday, oh, that noticed your bell bottoms. So sweet. I, she was probably 13 or 14. Mm. And she just very shyly was standing in line beside me at the coffee shop. And she said, I just love your look. She said, those bell bottoms are so cool. She went, I could never pull that off. And I just (laughs) laughed. I'm like... You look amazing. Of course you could pull it off. This, that, the, the 14-year-old <laughs> generation, they need to go to the bell bottoms, right? And the wallabies well, and the, the tie-dye. Really, I actually think that this new, the, the most recent generation, I've lost track of what we're calling these generations. Um, but I think the younger kids now are sort of bringing back the 70s style because I'm noticing that it's in stores. I mean, it's everywhere. Silly way to interact. KB's, what do you like to wear? Let Megan know. Send her an email. Send me photos. Yeah. I love it. It's fashion's fun. Please, yes. But you know what? That's When you look at somebody and first impressions, it really tells you a lot about yourself because Mm, KB's are transcending perspective. I mean, that's that's what we work at. That's what we talk about on these podcasts. That's what I write about. That's... That's everything, right? Yes. It, transcending perspective. Mm-hmm. Rather than feeling, well, for example, threatened by other people, by what they're wearing, um, or feeling superior to someone or inferior to other people. Yeah. As a KB, we begin by the transcending of perspective to see other people and just they are. They are as they are, which is, which is okay. Mm. There's not a good, there's not a bad. There are things that inspire us as KBs, but yeah. as they are, it's okay for them. But what they are, you see, is an extension of ourselves. In other words, when you see a cute outfit, you are imagining that as an extension of yourself in a way that inspires you to perhaps go out and and magnify certain elements of what you see. Maybe you tie a little scarf onto your wrist, onto your leg. (laughs) I don't know, but it becomes an extension of yourself. And then I think that within each person, you see, my perspective is that when I see somebody, I'm seeing the same life source that created all of us alike, regardless of the exterior appearance, with the same abilities to perform, to love, to to experience ourselves. And so I was telling you this the other day, how what a privilege it is you know, when we've been out to dinner with someone or with some friends or we've met someone, you know, without even thinking about it, I place my hands together in recognition of the creator that's within them. Right. When we're saying goodbye, it's just a, it's a, a quick acknowledgement that you know we are. There's common source within both of us, mm-hmm. and outside of that, now somebody says, "Well, I have a hard time doing that." You don't know what they did. You don't know what they said, <laughs> or they're reminding me of something bad or whatever. But no, listen, antics, and that's what you're talking about. Antics are nothing but antics. 
It's ex it's exterior. It's on. It's superficial. It's people experimenting with identifying with a narrative, with stories that the ego likes to tell them, which isn't going to last. It's part of the nature, though, that they are working on changing and developing and transcending, just like you. But they may be at a place in history that you passed by that long time ago, and you've moved on, and you're somewhere else. Well, and you know this. It, this makes me think of something you've you've told us in the past that why it is so dangerous to pass judgment on people that you know that you don't know it really doesn't matter. But it's so dangerous. And this what you're saying now is really shining a light on on the why behind that because, like you just said, when you when you pass judgment or when you have an opinion about someone, it's really an extension of yourself. And so to, to take inspiration from people is highly valuable and it's going to serve us really well. But then if that moves over into positive or negative judgments, um, that too is an extension of us. And, and so now that, that really illuminates why, why it's so dangerous to do that. Well, then it illuminates why so many people have problems moving on from their problems. Mm. Wow. Right. And you were, you were just pointing out, I think yesterday, uh, a number of yes. quite a few emails that we've been getting. We have, we have, we've been, we've been receiving quite a few notes um, about people that are, you know, we've, we've, we used a phrase recently that I loved, stuck in this, in the starting gate, and it seems to have been culminating from so many things, sort of just, well, basically going wrong in life, and mm. we even received a, a recent message where uh, this wonderful woman, so sweet, really sweet message, but she was just saying that she has children and she's now a single parent and she's all of a sudden everything in her life is starting over it's as if all the momentum and all the the headway that she made in life is gone and she's having to completely start over she um is not with her significant other anymore and this is creating this sort of it, it is a clean slate but it's hard to see it as, as a positive thing so when so many things go wrong and you are finding yourself starting over or in a strange season in life, um, it can be, I know, very difficult to, to activate a new way of belief, a new way of approaching all of these issues that are just popping up all around you. Well, people want to change. Yes. And that's what life is. It's, uh, and we go through this narrative of change, and people want circumstances to change. The desire for change, look, that's an innate one and born of the natural inclination to live. Mm. I want to live. I want to uh, <laughs> prosper and abundantly feel life and to feel good and to be positive and have joy. And I want to grow. I want to flower. I want to blossom. I want to expand. I want to become more. Mm. One of the most universal questions asked when ideas and concepts are producing you know, like you're talking about, these difficult circumstances for this young woman. The question usually that's asked is, what am I going to do? Mm. And I think that's universal. Couples ask, you know, what are we going to do? What am I going to do? And how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to, to fix this relationship? How am I going to get the job? How am I ever going to make enough money? How will I ever be in great shape? How will I lose this weight? How will I gain this weight? How will I be healthy? How am I going to meet someone to share my life with? Wow. What am I going to do? The attraction to change your circumstances, regardless of whatever it is that you, you desperately want to change, 
it becomes self-evident in that the kinetic energetics, the force to your manifesting belief, is centralized within you. It's self-evident, in fact, in that it's you that is at the center of your life, not someone else. Mm. Even if you're, you are deeply in love with a life partner and you guys are sharing in everything together, still it is you that is at the center of your experiences. And that is what develops in the way that you choose life. Wow. The power behind what you're going to do, you know, if this is you, and you're asking the question, what am I going to do? The power behind what you're going to do is, is being applied by the willingness of your personal beliefs, your personal creative authority, the existential creative power that lies most, mostly dormant to most people's genius of purpose, and then subjective to whichever way the wind blows. So most people will just look outward for some kind of relief. Uh, I need help with the kids. I need a, I need a new job. I need um, you know, money to pay bills, whatever it is. And you look outward and you start thinking, maybe the neighbor can help me. Maybe family can help me. Maybe I can find help through some services. I need help from somewhere. You're looking outward for that to someone else to fix your life. And the misuse of a person's dominion is only going to leave you in an inferior position of being ruled by other people. Often it's your involvement with other people and circumstances and situations that got you into the position that you're in anyway. And so it's almost like returning to the problem to fix the problem. <laughs> and it could be a temporary fix, but it will not be a lasting one as long as you're being ruled uh, negatively or even positively by people or circumstances. The negative imagination of what may have happened in the past still has a stronghold on you. So, But all of life's positive changes are attracted to what is already within you. Mm. And the reality of what's within you is now. You know, this is reminding me, um, yesterday we went on a, a wonderful hike um, but we had never been on this hike before, and we came to a, a fork that was unmarked. And it was mm. very clear path to the left, a very clear path to the right, and it did not indicate <laughs> which one we should choose. And it's reminded me of that because everything that you're telling us now, it, it when we have these new circumstances in life, the landscape is so unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. When you're, new, when you're new at kinetic belief, the landscape is so unfamiliar. You know, that original self that we always talk about, that highest self transcending and, and highest consciousness, it can feel so just like this foreign planet that we've landed on and, and you don't know if you go left or right. And that's why it is so tempting to return to the familiar mm -hmm. and to return to the things of the past, which are probably not good for us and most likely negative because we're trying to move on be, beyond that. Um, and so what everything that you're saying it just it makes so much sense and it and it really resonates with the realities of this journey. Well, it's a contradiction in terms, isn't it? Because when you think about <clears throat> what am I going to do? You're asking the question because it is related to the issues of the problems. Right. And so a person is thinking about what's wrong, for example, why it's wrong, what happened or didn't happen. What you're doing is you're creating a space for the continued manifestation of what's wrong rather than what's right. So I have a question about this. So when a problem presents itself in our life, how do we overcome it and, and gain an answer to it without being problem centric? Identify with what you desire. 
And that's the challenge. Identify with what you desire, not mm. with the problem, wow. not with the, the broken marriage, not with the, the lack that is in your life, not with the stress that's in your life. Mm. And this takes meditation, but it, it's as, it is as possible to do this as it is to meditate on the negative. Identify with what you desire. Speak of it in present tense terms. Wow. Know what it means to be one with, with what you are desiring. Know what it means to be one in present tense terms with uh, being in the position of ownership of the better thing. Our present home is in a universe where all things are as close as a breath away. Mm. Now things may seem impossible because you don't see it in your environment when you are looking around at things as they seem, not as they are. But you're looking at things as they seem, not as they are. And it's not the other way around. You cannot say to me that, Steve, I'm seeing things as they are, because that, that is, you've got it backward. Even though you can see it in the empirical realm around you, the reality or the, 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 the real uh, position of change already exists in the unseen. And that's what you're calling in by speaking positively about the way you desire things to be. And this is a huge shift for me in, in my thinking because I have to say when a, an issue, a problem, something, a roadblock has presented itself in life, I don't necessarily focus on the problem, but even as I focus on the solution, it is still in turn tethered to the problem. You know, I'm still looking at solutions that are still problem centric. And so I love this idea of pushing all that completely off the table and refocusing on simply what we desire and what we want and working on those imaginations and that it just it's going to completely turn your attention away from all of the things that are piling up and sort of just illuminate that horizon that you're heading for and I just I think that's really beautiful. Well somebody says that <clears throat> I just don't feel like I can do this. Well, that's good. You're in the you're in the realm of your feeling. So let's let's talk about your feelings for a moment mm -hmm. because your feelings and emotions can be great um, attitudinal places for adjustments in your life to let you know what direction you're heading in. For yeah. example, fear and and worry and doubt will compel you to imagine things in a negative way. Mm -hmm. And so if you are fearful or if you are worrying or if you're doubting, doubting the, the outcome uh, perhaps being better than it was before you went in there, then you're still imagining things in a negative way. And that is the, the, the flag that goes up that tells you you've got some work to do. Mm -hmm. Because until you do the work to cast down imaginations of fear and worry and doubt, you're going to continue to manifest a negative environment. Put a demand on yourself to be a kinetic believer. Know what it means to be a kinetic believer. Put your faith in kinetic belief, the power of it. Because look, this is the key that unlocks the egoist mind. And that's where all these problems are snowballing and you can't get away from. It's when you are immersed in the egoist mind that you're going, I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? Because all of your options have a narrative that is condemning you. It's full of shadows. It's full of monsters. It's full of uh, horrible endings. And so by putting negative thoughts into submission rather than the other way around, you're, you're uh, unlocking the potential of the power of kinetic belief to transform your life. Being a KB on purpose transcends human consciousness.
by awakening to the universal cosmic consciousness. I have a bit of a tangent question here. You, you mentioned that we are going to need to meditate to follow through with all of this and actually activate it into our lives as a kinetic believer. Um, but I have the feeling that you're not talking about, you know, sitting on a pillow, uh, touching the tips of our fingers, uh, just mm. being silent for, for a half hour. I want to understand in, in reality and in depth what you mean by meditation. Identify. Meditating to identify with the power of kinetic belief, what it means to be a kinetic believer, calling yourself a KB if that's what it takes, and being proud of the fact that you are a KB, obsess over being a KB, mm. awakens you to life above the noise of the world because the noise of the world is a thing that you've been identifying with. The, the constructs of fearful antics, you've been identifying with that. You've been identifying with loss, identifying with brokenness, mm. things that aren't working right. But by identifying, meditating to identify with being a kinetic believer, unchanging in your expectations for your highest viewpoints to manifest into your life changes things. Wow. That really blows the, the typical definition of meditation sort of out of the water because you, you just painted this picture of we're carrying this identity focus with us throughout the day. We are meditating mm -hmm. on it everywhere we go, within conversations, within just any, any sort of interactions or, or just, you know, Gosh, all the life stuff that's coming up throughout the day is involving our meditative process. That's so cool. It's not by the sweat of the brow. It's not getting up earlier to try to keep up with you, Maggie. It's not working harder and longer days. It's not working two or three jobs. It's none of that. Look, higher consciousness already exists. Mm. You're not becoming something that you aren't already. Wow. When by the power of kinetic belief, you elevate consciousness which means you're elevating your awareness of who you are. What you're doing is you're transcending what you are not, what you have believed to be that you are not. You're unbecoming what you've believed out of the abyss of fear and doubt and worry. Mm. And by doing this, you rewild to your original truth. And that's key here because this is where it is self-evident that the force to be applied is within every single person. So we're not going outward to find the answers. We're going inward, looking within. Everything you'll ever need to overcome the obstacles you're faced with right now in your life is located within you. And so we meditate within to locate the power of the source of life and wisdom and our genius of purpose. And we activate that by becoming an on-purpose baby. And the, the difficulty that most people face, Meg, when they finally come to the end of themselves and everybody around them, it, the, the, the problem that they face typically is to trust themselves enough to trust in the power that exists within. You know, that, that word rewilding is one of my favorite terms that you have ever used <laughs> and come up with because it's so multifaceted and it perfectly explains and, and even reveals what we're supposed to be doing to even become a kinetic believer. It is the antithesis of sterilization. So many of us, we can wake up sometimes and find that we've sterilized our life. We've, we've tried to make it too, in it, it, someone else's definition of perfect. And so this idea of let's get a little messy, let's just dive in and see where this thing goes. That word just, it just hit me more than usual <laughs> today as 
the ultimate process of becoming a kinetic believer. Mm. All right. And so by unbecoming and rewilding back to the original source, the original genius of purpose, you're then free to expect the use of uh, of external forces coming mm. to the rescue, mm. not because you are exercising in a, uh, your dominion in a wrong way, forcing and, and wow. um, uh, manipulating things to come and serve you. No, no, that's not it at all. But external things in the empirical realm, the tangible realm, uh, realm around you, look, they can only be made to conform to your highest ex expectations by compelling the universe through the power of your immovable energetics of kinetic belief, every single person has to identify with the power of kinetic belief that already is on the inside. Mm -hmm. It's the same power that masters any endeavor that you will uh, see the successful artists and athletes use. It's the power that was used to create the entire universe. I love what you just said about not needing people to come to the rescue, not needing to look to those mm. external sources. It, it made me think, not too long ago, you were telling me how if you release a pig from a farm into the wild, how it's going to grow tusks mm. <laughs> to survive. Right. And I, I, th I think, think we've been camping one or two days too long or something. <laughs> I think so. And to, you're like, I think your teeth are getting a little long. <laughs> right? But I just think that's such a fun uh, comparison here because as you rewild and as you step into kinetic belief, you, you, you grow all the necessary qualities to thrive on your own in this world, in this life, in the wild. You know, we were made to live successfully, our original self, our original purpose. And, you know, maybe we need to grow some tusks so we can get out here and, <laughs> and do everything on our <laughs> right. own and be all that we need to be with right. in, in conjunction with the universe. Yes. Yeah. In, to compel the universe. And that's really what we're talking about. Yeah. To compel nature, to compel circumstances, to compel the law of attraction, to obey the space that you're creating for your best intentions. You've got to use the internal force of kinetic belief. Mm. You have to do it this way. Yeah. And this is this is the way. So whether you whether you're seeking health or wealth, development, a position, uh, happiness, an unconditionally loving partner, you've got to expect to get it in the correct way by applying kinetic belief, which is a force. Mm. It's not wishful thinking. Being a KB means that you are operating with a force and you cannot get it any other way. Whatever you get in any other way can also be taken from you in the same way. Mm, wow. But you have to trust the power that God has given you. It is the force within you which is sufficient for any task. Yes, the force of your kinetic belief is absolutely all that's required because you know if it's authentic kinetic belief which is within you which is all of the creative all of the life-changing circumstance changing power that there is when you can let go of thinking that blames you thinking that blames someone else thinking that hurts you thinking that brings in fear and doubt thinking that is depressing when you can let go of thinking that is self-absorbed thinking with feeling sorry when the power of your belief is not manipulative 
When the power of your belief is not unfair, it's not meddling, it's not begging somebody, when it's not full of pity, when it's not deceptive and it's not self-centered, it's not without regard for others, and when your thinking is not narcissistic and it's, when it's not self-centered, just like the splitting of an atom, Meg, you release the full creative power, the full creative force of the abundant life, which contains all of the potentialities for all of life. You know, you begin the podcast by, by posing this question, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, in, in any given situation, what do I do? What am I supposed to do? And this concept that you just took us through, it really connected all those dots for me because... You know, you said we compel, we compel the universe, we compel these things into our lives, and we activate these things, and we do it with kinetic belief. And that just opened up my eyes right now because so many times we don't know what to identify with. And the, the simple and the, and the easy answer and the most effective answer is identify as a kinetic believer. That's right. What does a kinetic believer mm -hmm. do in this situation? What answer does the KB have? What mm -hmm. I mean as long as if I if I need an answer, as long as I can fall back on the ultimate answer of kinetic belief, kinetic belief, that's that's everything. That's success. Every human being has the advantage. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the young woman that wrote the email in, is she a human being? She has the advantage. <laughs> yes. I imagine she I is. She, was. she has because she's a person. <laughs> mm, yes. Because she was created in the image of the Creator. She has an advantage. There is not one person who is disadvantaged by circumstances. There is not one person who's disadvantaged by the country that they live in, the neighborhood that they live in, the people that they live with. Mm. All people were created with the exact same potential of kinetic belief power, which is located within. And in that you are the same, we are all the same. Every single person has. Has the exact same and uh, opportunity and advantage and contains within them the exact same essentials and powers of kinetic belief possibilities one of the my favorite things about what you're saying right now is how it's it's organic everything you just described it it presents itself as a, as a flow it just happens waking up at five in the morning without an alarm that's <laughs> that's a, it, it sounds like a silly you know analogy but yes it does <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> but but it's just one of those things that I wanted to do and it's none of this is forced all of these outcomes all of the positive energetics all of the good emotions all of the exciting things that are manifesting into our lives that we originally desired it's all organic and happening as a natural byproduct of kinetic belief mm -hmm. That's right. And by recognizing and seeing yourself as a, a KB yeah. and identifying yes. with yourself as a KB, you're disconnecting from the judgments of others. And that first impression we were mm -hmm. talking about, all of a sudden you're no longer threatened yeah. by whether or not you think someone is more educated, has more money, less money, you're not thinking you're better or worse or anything else. You, you understand that all human life form is connected by consciousness. So regardless of who you're, you see on the street or in Starbucks or anywhere else or the person that did you wrong or the person that did you right or the person that didn't do you at all, we're all connected by consciousness, yes. connected by life source. We're all connected by cosmic DNA, mm. connected by one creation and one creator. And when we observe each other, we see all of the different potentialities of ourselves. If you look at someone and you go, well, I don't really like them. 
you're seeing a version of you that you're saying you don't like. If you see someone that you're jealous of, you're seeing a version of yourself that you are envious of because you're not realizing the same potential that the person you see is recognizing mm. their own life. Wow. Because as we observe each other, we see all of these different potentialities of ourselves and not they are not distinct from us. But this is why it is so imperative for the use of your kinetic belief that we celebrate differences rather than abhor them. And especially if you're going through something, it's so easy to become bitter. It's so easy to become full of uh, dislike and hatred and judgments and, and get into the blame game and come up with all these reasons why all these people did you wrong and put you into the situation that you're in. So it's imperative that you use your kinetic belief to celebrate differences rather than to, to find reasons you don't like them. And we champion each other regardless of what we're going through, regardless of what we think that we're going to go through, which I hope you're doing neither one of those anymore because you're a kinetic believer. You're seeing things as you <laughs> want them to be, not as you thought they were or could be. But we champion each other's successes. We champion each other because we recognize that we're all from the same source. And, and we don't become jealous of anybody mm. or upset with anybody. That's the thing that through the meditation of kinetic belief, in, in working on that genius of purpose within you and working on your imagination and your desire and thinking of the, all the things that you're grateful for and learning your new language, the, the, the language of edification and championing and, and uh, lifting up and celebrating not just other people, but all of life, all of life, the planet, the, in the universe and beyond. We champion each other. Nobody ever had a talent which you do not have. We share in the commonality of all potential. Potential is nothing more than what is possible, either as a developed or an undeveloped faculty, which has been seeded within every single person. Wow. But when we begin to measure ourselves by what we're going through, and we think of ourselves as, as less fortunate, for example, than someone else, or why is all this happening to me? Why is my life just a wreck right now? You're defining it when you're doing that, by the way. Right. And you are making sure that you're going to continue to uh, manifest the things that you're complaining about tomorrow. Wow. So potential is nothing more than what is possible. Nobody ever did a thing that you cannot do by developing the faculty or the talent that's required that's already within you. Mm. We were talking about um, this little girl that plays the piano, and I think you know she was wonderful, magnificent pianist at the age of three. And the thing to recognize is that that part of her brain was already. Um, functioning at a high level of receiving and being able to having the musical ability but that that ability exists within every single person it's not unique to her just the the temporal ability to play the piano wow. was already unique to her mm. but we all have that through her and even in ourselves we're sharing in it sharing yeah. in it so since perfection has not been reached in any one thing, even in the three-year-old girl that we're talking about, and she'll never reach perfection. Nobody ever did anything so well and so perfect, so exactly like God, that you would not be able to do it even better than them. 
better than the quality that you've been inspired by. It, we spent several months in Taos, New Mexico. Beautiful place. Yes, stunning. Fell in love with it. And we were just awestruck by the beauty of the desert colors that uh, Georgia O'Keeffe mm. painted. Um, and she was an American artist who painted nature. And she grew, I don't know if she grew up there, but she spent a good part of her life there in the desert of Taos in the, back in the early 1900s in a way that showed, and she painted in a way that showed how nature made her feel. Mm -hmm. Her genius actually is best known for her paintings of flowers and all of those desert landscapes. And she used the power of kinetic belief, Meg, through desire through the imagination, gratitude, how she spoke and what she did in order to develop in, in this unique and new way of painting nature at that time. And the genius of her purpose was permitted by her willingness to sim simplify the shapes and all the forms of those desert colors. And because of that, Georgia O'Keeffe was called a pioneer. And even more importantly, she experienced the fullness of her awareness, delighting in what she purposefully observed around her. And when I say, you know, you, we can do those things even better, it's not for the sake of being better or worse than anybody else. I'm talking about being inspired mm. by the, what is inspiring around you. For the sake of knowing who you are and whose you are, it is possible for anybody to become a, a better artist in that sense of being inspired than Georgia O'Keeffe was, a better scientist than the particle physicist Peter Higgs who first imagined the God particle. You can be a, a greater orator than Winston Churchill or Barack Obama or Martin Luther King or a greater innovator than Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. It doesn't matter. The power of kinetic belief is within you. It's within the one who sent that email. It's within me. It's within every single human being. And it is only a matter of you developing it. You know, today's podcast is also taking us back to the being reminded of the importance of kinetic belief journaling because it's all about identifying with kinetic belief identifying mm -hmm. as a kinetic believer and without the tethering to to that concept through journaling because there's something really specific i was meditating on this just the other day there's something so vibrant and it, it about writing journaling it really does bring to life the concepts the fresh ideas the identity of being mm -hmm. a kinetic believer in a way that nothing else can. Yeah, you're going to have to identify with it. There's no way around. You have to identify with it. We talk about casting down imaginations all the time, those negative imaginations, and being so careful about what you're identifying with and the stories that you'll tell yourself and those narratives that go on and on and on, that stream of consciousness that it's so easy to go chasing after to see what's on fire. Where's the <laughs> alarm? What do you mean my life is falling apart? I need to... I need to uh, wrestle with this for a while rather than sleep. Mm. You have to identify with it. You've got to be able to say to yourself, you know what? I'm a KB. I choose my beliefs. And because I have a divine right to the power that exists within me, I will not be moved from the absolutes of my dogmatic determinations. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you show me. I am empowered to succeed. Therefore, whether anybody else likes it or not, whether they care or not, it doesn't matter if they believe me or not, I am abundantly prosperous in every area of my life. So today, right now, Meg, you know, with this, this life, 
my life today has been set before me this Friday and this weekend is set before me so the life that exists within me mm. is the most perfect occasion for me to delight in just to just to delight in mm. for the sake of delighting in it to be grateful in it for the sake of being grateful in it for favor and for advancement to come to me the reality of your presence is that you have the force. It all becomes a matter of directing that force. Wow. Look, the force of kinetic belief, when you identify with it, is sufficient. It is sufficient. That's what it's for. It's sufficient for all things being possible for you. And the only question that remains then is whether you are going to choose to learn to use it constructively or not. Mm, right. Now, this is really important. The reason this question is is so vital, are you willing to learn to use kinetic belief constructively? It's so imperative that you answer this question because it, you must bear in mind that every act of force, every influence of power is either constructive or destructive in its tendencies. All of nature, including the law of attraction, including kinetic belief, nature is always working along two general lines while integrating atoms through particle attraction. It's drawing them together into forms that we can see through the tangible, the empirical world. And it's scattering and it's dispersing the same atoms while dissolving the forms. So those same agencies that we work to, to organize are employed in the construction and the destruction of the elements of the life that we will experience, that a person will experience. There is no duality that will prosper the human soul, and we do not find two sets of forces at work in favor of any one object. There's a duality nature of consciousness, the human consciousness versus the universal consciousness, which we are transcending to, raising our level of consciousness, to leave behind the human consciousness, the, the human construct of the egoist pursuits, to settle into this enlightenment of oneness, consciousness, with the wisdom of purpose, the wisdom of awareness. This is why it is so important that whatever you're going through in life, that you Settle it. And like you're saying, Meg, that you journal your highest expectation and that become your reality because until you do that, you remain double-minded and persuaded easily as you reason with possibilities and, and all of the choices that life will throw at you because it's the double-minded person that will be a victim to irrationality, to chaos and to all the, the whims of change. The one who identifies with kinetic belief, a Kabi, releases the constructive power of the expanding universe into their personal space that we talk about, that Huga space, the space that you are now occupying to expand and increase to become more by using the creative authority, your authority, that belongs to you through the universal consciousness of which all of us are connected. Georgia O'Keeffe, she said, I've been absolutely terrified every moment of my life, and I've never let it keep me from doing a single thing that I wanted to do. <laughs> the highest power of unconditional love, because of the nature of unconditional love, never fails 
to serendipitously meet you at the place of your highest expectations. Never fails. Never fails. Just like love never fails. Go there and never look back again. For the best, <laughs> it's always yet to come, isn't it, Meg? Yes. Always. always. Well, let's work on some highest viewpoints. Just okay. say this. I'm receiving new and inspired imaginations. I am receiving new and inspired imaginations. And these are for my best life. And they're for my best life. My creator. My creator. Imagine me to prosper. Imagined me to prosper. So I deserve everything I desire. I deserve everything I desire. <laughs> I love who I was created to be. I love who I was created to be. Unconditionally. Unconditionally. Today. Today. I am advancing. I am advancing. To become a better. To become a better. Healthier. Healthier. Stronger. Stronger. Happier. Happier. Wiser. Wiser. Me. Me. I deserve. I deserve. To attract unconditional love. To attract unconditional love. Just for who I am. Just for who I am. Because I am love. Because I am love. I deserve to attract the substance of happiness. I deserve to attract the substance of happiness. Because I only imagine. Because I only imagine. To be happy. To be happy. I deserve. To attract success, I deserve to attract success because I only imagine. Because I only imagine to be abundantly successful. To be abundantly successful, life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. I look for the beauty that I imagine to see. I look for the beauty that I imagine to see. Guess what? Guess what? It surrounds me. It surrounds me everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. Wow, we are. We have been given permission today, Steve, to to be obsessively. Pursuing kinetic belief. I'm an, I'm an obsessed KB. <laughs> and I'm a KB. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sending much love, sending much light out to all you KB creators all around the world. Thanks, as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.